Hubhopper Originals. Hey guys, my name is Onkar Sonalkar, and today I'm going to be talking to you about the basics of the ketogenic diet. So the ketogenic diet is one of the hottest diets out there right now. Everybody's talking about the keto diet. You meet somebody out there and you ask them, "Hey, could you eat this?" They're like, "No, I'm on the keto diet." So today I'm going to spend some time and tell you guys exactly how the keto diet works. You know, who should really follow this and what your outlook towards the diet should be and what to look out for. Okay, so let's begin. So what's the ketogenic diet? The word ketogenic comes from the word keto, which means ketones. I'll be telling you a little bit about ketones in a bit. But just before that, I want to tell you exactly how the body works, right? So your normal food has three macronutrients. You have carbohydrates, you have proteins, and you have fats, right? Carbohydrates get broken down into glucose, which then gets transported in the body and it's utilized as the primary fuel source. You have fats which the body stores and is a very essential macronutrient for maintaining hormonal balance. And the third macronutrient which is protein which is an extremely important macronutrient if you are into any kind of physical activity or you know just want some kind of muscle mass on you. So proteins are primarily used for repairing your muscles. The next topic that I talk about is now that you've implemented the ketogenic diet, we talk about the dreaded keto flu. Now what is the keto flu? Remember how I told you that the body uses carbohydrates as its primary fuel source. By manipulating our nutrients, we are forcing the body to start using fats and produce ketones to be our primary fuel source. Now, this transition period lasts for about 7 to 14 days and you start having flu type symptoms, right? So, you might sweat a little bit more, you might have a slight headache, you might feel a little bit dizzy. So these are typical flu symptoms and which is why they call it the keto flu. Now here's how I fight the keto flu. I drink lots of water. I have vegetable broth or chicken broth. I, you know, have some electrolytes, not too much, but I do have like coconut water, uh, you know, a little bit of coconut water just when I am feeling, you know, super low. because you have to have electrolytes in your body right so that helps me transition into uh my keto state as you you know have it now one thing to remember is this is a very temporary period and most people end up giving up at this stage like they are like oh my god the sugar cravings are super high i want to have that pizza i want to have that burger i want to have that naan khatai and here's what i tell everybody it's just a 10 day phase where your body is you know making you want those carbs and i suggest that please resist during this keto flu period because once you cross 
the keto flu. I'm going to tell you exactly the next phase, which is really amazing. Okay, so now we've made it past the keto flu. And now you should be feeling super focused, super energetic. And do you know what? If you looked at the wing scale, because I'm pretty sure you are super excited right now by seeing the drastic change in that wing scale before you started the keto diet. And here's what. So I'm going to educate you a little bit about exactly what's happening in your body right now once you've crossed the keto flu and welcome to keto adapted state. Now, everybody remembers that we did drop carbohydrates from our diet. Here's how carbohydrates normally work. So every gram of carbohydrate attracts four molecules of water. So let's say 4.5 grams of water. So as you have dropped carbohydrates from your diet, the first thing your body does is starts shedding excess water. So the instant weight loss that you experience during the keto flu and just after the keto flu is primarily water. Hey, you were still carrying excess water and it's great that we're, we are feeling lighter. And here's what's going to happen now. Now that we've dropped the excess water, the body now is going to start utilizing and it's being utilizing the fats from the intake that we have plus the surplus fat that we have on our body it's been utilizing that right so as you progress from week three to week four to week five now you will see a sustainable weight drop in your diet right and basically here's the key rule now one thing that people have to realize that if your aim is to lose weight you have to ensure that you're eating less, which means calories in have to be less than calories burned. It doesn't matter if you're on the keto diet or on a super high carb diet. You have to burn more than what you eat. And that in the keto diet ensures that your body now uses the surplus fat which is on your body as energy source because it's got fat adapted or keto adapted, right? Which is why the keto diet works. The key here is to eat less. A lot of my friends, you know, love the keto diet. They can have lots of cheese, bacon, you know, oily stuff, you know, paneer, tofu. But here's what I tell them, that ensure you're eating at a deficit. And please remember, you have to eat at a deficit, you know, and at the cost of sounding repetitive, you have to eat at a deficit if your aim is to lose weight. Okay, few tips before we end is number one, on a keto diet, since we know we are dropping water as we have dropped carbs from our life, ensure we're drinking enough water. So when I say enough, Please drink at least two to three liters of water a day. Number two. And number two is with a pun. Keto diet does have a side effect of constipation. And this normally happens because people drink less water 
and they avoid those fibers. Remember the carbs that we're allowed to have in our diet? They should primarily be fibers because fibers ensure you have a super clean, you know, bowel movement to ensure that you're able to be in a non-constipated state. So constipation, dehydration, and eating at a deficit. Don't go overboard with those cheese and bacon and those, you know, non-lean thick cuts or paneer. Eat at a deficit. So these are my top three tips to ensure that you get the results that you want. And, you know, stay tuned for my next topic, which is also going to be a a more detailed look into the keto diet for, you know, vegetarians and non-vegetarians especially. Hope you guys enjoyed my first episode here. I hope you enjoyed this Hub Hopper original podcast. If you want to get started with your own show, please do get in touch. We'd love to have you on board. Send an email to info at hubhopper.com. That's info at hubhopper.com. And we'll get back to you in a flash. We're looking forward to creating some great audio content together.